guys, welcome back to Deidre's World. I am not really excited to talk about this topic. I know every topic I'm like, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. But this time, I just am not excited about this because this is something that I go through. And this is something that everybody goes through. And this is a very relatable topic. And this is something I've been wanting to talk about on this podcast. And that topic is suffering and having stress and anxiety. Ooh, a tough one. A really, really tough one. So, I'm, I'm, I guess I am excited to talk about this with you guys because i really been wanting to talk about it with somebody. So, let's go ahead and get started. Okay, so this is something that I have suffered from <clears throat> for years now. But I do want to say that it only got worse after I graduated from high school. Now, I'm going to actually take you back. Every time I do like a introduction with something that I'm dealing with, I like to take you back from day one and then start you from how and then end you from what I'm going through now. So, on a chart from one to ten, how is it now? I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that at the end. So, when I was younger, the stress and anxiety did come at a, at a pretty early age for me. Um, but it was never that bad. It was never really, really, really bad. And I do want to say that. Um, but it came at an early age. It came actually in elementary school. Um, but like I said, I, I, I went through a lot in life. And I, um, the stress and anxiety, yeah, definitely came through elementary school. You know, I would go to school and I would get, you know, teased on. I would get picked on. I, I don't want to necessarily say bully because I believe like the bullying is like when somebody is like hitting you, putting their hands on you. I never really got bullied, but um, I did get teased on. I got picked on because nobody, you know, I would fight back. Okay, I'm not that I'm not shy when it comes to hitting somebody. When it comes to knocking somebody out, now I would say that I was definitely not the type of girl when you when you put your hands on me, I wasn't gonna do anything back. That never happened to me. Anybody that touched me in school period whether it was elementary or high school I was never scared I was never scared to fight okay I do want to say that but I don't think it really got to that point um but anyways when it came to picking and teasing I don't think it never got to that point where you know it would go that far but um I did get teased on um about my hair and about um what I was wearing and you know school at that time elementary school and i am legally blind i told you guys that in the introduction video in the beginning video if you want to call it uh well not video oh my gosh in the um beginning portion of the podcast the first episode of the podcast i'm sorry guys i'm a youtuber okay <laughs> so i don't I, I have to get used to you know not saying video i gotta stop saying video but i told you guys that in the introduction part of the podcast or the first beginning of the podcast the first episode um, that I was legally blind, and that is something that I suffered with um, at an early age. You know, um, my doctor basically told me when I was little that I see shadows, and that I could wake up and lose my sight in any given day. I could literally just wake up and lose a little bit of sight that I have. So when I was in um, elementary school, I um, was an ESP, um, individually impaired program, and um, yeah, so I had to have large books so that I could see. 
I have large print paper. I have to have a, a um, multiple magnifying glasses. Well, magnifying glass, um, magnifying glass. Sorry, <laughs> um, multiple. Like I had all type of times. I had, um, you know, a big pencil so that I can, you know, not big pencil, but uh, um, um, how can I say this? Like a the pen where it's like really, really dark ink, like dark ink pen, so that I can see what I'm writing. So I had to have all of that as a kid and as I was in high school period, and well, as I was in school period, um, so that I could write. Um, so that I got picked on by that, you know, everybody's like, let me see, let me see the magnifying glass, let me see, like, oh, why do you have to have this, and why do you have to have that, and why is your book so big? Like, let's just say if we had an English book. And everybody else had, like, the regular-sized English book. But I had the huge, big, humongous. Like, this book was so huge that it took up my whole entire desk. So, people laughed at me. Because, obviously, I couldn't cause I couldn't see the normal-sized book. Because the, the print in the normal-sized book is too small for me to read. So, I had to have the big book. That was something I had to have. And I hated it. I hated it so much. I, I I hated the big large book. I hate it. Sometimes I used to like it though because I definitely could read and see. But but I just hated it just because of the kids would call me names and they would say, "Oh, you blind, you can't see. You have to have these big books." And it would be embarrassing, you know. And that was at the time where I wore glasses as well in elementary school. I wore glasses, so you know people would call me four-eyed and they would pick on me and call me blind and call me names. So, I would definitely say that the stress came early. So, I would, you know, I would have a normal day. I would go to school. I would do what I had to do. And I would come home and I would tell my mom. And I would be like, Mom, like, the kids are picking on me. Like, I can't. Like, why are they teasing me? Why are they calling me names? And my mom just told me this one thing. And she said, well, Deidre, they picked on Jesus Christ. It's nothing you can do about it. If you don't ignore it. You will deal with this for the rest of your life. If you do not ignore these people, you will have to deal with this for the rest of your life. And that was pretty much, she just flat out told me that. And I was young. I didn't know over what she was talking about. I didn't understand her. I was like, you know what, whatever. <laughs> I went to my room. I just started kind of like crying. I was like, I, I don't know what she's talking about. Like, you know, but that's, that was basically it. That That's what she told me. And. I, I definitely, you know, it's sick to me. Um, as I got older, I got to middle school, and um, it got a little bit worse. You know, again, in elementary school, was not that bad. I would cry, but I would get over it. I would walk back to school and pretend like it was nothing. But, you know, that was pretty much it, you know, if, if the kids were picking on me. But that was only, like, sometimes. They wouldn't pick on me every single day I went to school. But it would definitely be a, at least about twice a week or twice out of the week or something like that that they would, you know, they would have something to say about me. But, um, moving on to middle school, this is where it took a turn for the worst. My first year of middle school, well, I would say my first, yeah, my first year of middle school, it wasn't bad at all. You know, I was making friends. I saw some old friends from my elementary school, so it was cool. I was having fun. Like, I was really just, you know, I was having fun, just enjoying myself. Um, and the first year was, was pretty cool. Um, I, I had a little stress and anxiety because that was my first year of having my first boyfriend and he basically just really didn't want me and, you know, told the whole class about, like, lies about me 
and that's when I was like, you know, heartbroken. That was my first heartbreak in middle school, and I would, I came home crying, like bawling my eyes out about this situation, and my mom was like, girl, get yourself together. You are young. You cannot worry about these boys. Keep your head up. Focus on what you got to do so you can get out of that school. Do your work. Do what you have to do. Listen to the teacher and do not worry about these boys. Because I was young anyways and my mom did not want me, you know, having a boyfriend in the first place. Like, we went through a whole argument about him, you know, even about me even having a boyfriend. But I guess she ended up giving up. Like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, But, yeah, uh, after we broke up, it was just, it was devastating. You know, I stayed in my room and I was crying. That was my first ever heartbroken, you know, heartbroken moment. So, I was devastated. Like, I just was... I felt like it was the end of the world for me. You know, when you're young and you really like a guy and that guy doesn't really like you back and you're just heartbroken and, you know, you bring the tissues out and the the ice cream and you watch all these bad movies with your friends. It was one of those, it was definitely one of those times where I thought I could never get over him. I thought that we were going to get married together. I thought we were going to have kids. You know, I thought that that was going to be it, you know? (laughs) You know when you first find that first boyfriend. (laughs) Um, But... I I got myself together in a few months, and like I said, it it took a while. I would say about two months, you know, I started to get back to myself, and I started to notice myself changing and evolving, you know. I was still a teenager, so I was going through things, you know. I was hanging out with guys, and, you know, I would just do whatever I do, you know. Um, But um, those first two years were actually pretty cool in middle school. I went to, um, I went I went, I went through a lot, but it was, it was okay, you know, it wasn't that bad, it didn't have me that down, I think the heart broke definitely had me down, but other than that, I mean, my first two years of middle school was okay, <laughs> um, it was, it was okay, now, I had to switch over to another school, and this is where the stress and anxiety really piled up on me, Ugh, I had to, you know, at first, I was going to the school where I, I guess I'm gonna say, this mixed variety of school of black and white you know I I grew up around a mixed society period but that school was basically I think it used to be always school back in the day I don't know but it was a mixed society so just coming from going to that school for two years in middle school and switching over to basically an all-black school now again this there's nothing wrong with that I do want to say that obviously I'm black myself so I have nothing against my people but that school that I went to for two years was my school. I loved that school. I didn't want to leave, but I had to move into a whole nother house. And I don't know how y'all do it, but when you move into a whole new house, you move into a whole new school zone. So you have to switch schools. So the next year we moved, we moved during the summer and I had to switch schools. I was terrified. And my teacher from my other school this teacher, I loved her so much, and that's a whole nother podcast story time. I, I told y'all, I have so many, I have so much that I need to get out with you guys, but I'm not gonna rush it. I'm just gonna let it flow out when it flow out, okay? <laughs> but my teacher, that was my elementary teacher and my middle school teacher, she was not having it. Oh yes, yeah, she was pissed off. Um, she was not having it. She didn't like that. She tried to keep me at my other school, but they were like, no, you can't do that. Like she, she moved, so she has a whole new school zone. And I was pissed. She was pissed. We were all pissed. My mom, even my mom was pissed because we didn't like the school. We did not like the school. The school was just a mess. Like the, the the school, the building was a mess. People there were a mess, and I didn't like it at all. Like I said, no no offense to my people. You know, I definitely love and represent everybody. But this school was not put together well. It was just 
it was a mess, you know. So I went there my first year, and like I said, the stress was just piling on me. The first day I got picked on, and I like I told y'all when I went to middle school with that first day, I had my nail done, I had my hair did, I was dressed nicely. So I don't know why they were picking on me. I didn't do anything. I I dressed nicely, you know. I I tried to talk and make friends, but people like were ignoring me. They didn't want to talk to me. They thought I was weird. And you know how it is when you're the new girl and everybody already been there. You know, it's probably their second year or their third year, so they know everybody in that school. So, just having to know that I was a new girl, it kind of really bothered me. I didn't know anybody there. I had to sit alone for the first few months by myself. I had to, it was nobody there that I, you know, I, it was just a lot there, you know, and that school was a mess. And then, I just remember the first month there, we had to go, we had to go on lockdown. And... At my other middle school, we didn't never, it was never a such thing that's called lockdown. It was obviously cold rest and stuff like that. But when they're like, oh, yeah, we're going on lockdown today. And I was like, huh? And everybody else used to that. So everybody's like, okay, oh, boy, lockdown. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, wait a minute, what the heck is it? What, like, what are, what are they doing? And next thing you know, we all had to get to the back of the class. And we had to leave our stuff on the desk. And these people start walking in two or three people they were they were men and they started to walk in and they start to go in all and they start to start going and rumbling in our purses because you know you're in middle school you know you carry like little book bags and purses so i am like what they started to go in our purses and then when the man reached my purse i was terrified I was like, oh my gosh, I've never seen this in my whole entire life. My other school did not do this. And I was like terrified. I was like scared. Like this man literally just opens, like slams my purse on the on the desk. Open like literally he was not carrying it with no safety. Like that was a brand new bag. I like I back then, um, who was that back then? What was that bag? Uh, that was a baby fat bag back then, you know. So he literally just slams my purse open, slams it on the desk, started to go through it, and he sees my cell phone, and he's like, "Well, you gotta, you you shouldn't have no cell phone. You, I'm I'm about to take this." Took my cell phone, and then he saw back then, you know, we had the little Nintendo, the little uh, handheld Nintendo. I had a pink one. Took my Nintendo and said, "Oh, you have another device in here. Let me take this." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I was petrified. I was like whoa like you know because in my other middle school we could have cell phones but we couldn't have them out until like the end of the day like you know when we call our mom you know when, when it's car riders at school we can call our mom or like come get me mom whatever like that at that school we could have our phone but we obviously we couldn't have them out in the classroom but we can you know we could have a cell phone they allowed us to have a cell phone but it couldn't be out in the classroom or nothing like that you know you know it can be out nowhere else but either at the end of the school or at the beginning when you're first walking in um so I was terrified. This man took my phone and my game and just slammed my purse down. And was like, you can't get this. You got to call your mom and come get your stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I, I um, at that time, I had met a friend. And she was like, oh, my gosh. She was gone to the bathroom. And when everybody left, she was like, oh, my gosh, we were on lockdown? And I was like, yeah, what the heck is lockdown? Like, what the heck is this? I'm not used to this. We're not in prison. We're in middle schoolers. Like, what the heck is going on? So she's like, oh yeah, girl, we, we we do this sometimes when the kids get bad. Or I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? Um, 
and uh, she was like, yeah, this is just something that, you know, when the kids get bad, we, when the kids can't, when they can't, you know, when we can't participate, we, we get on lockdown and we can't go to the bathroom, we can't do anything. And I was just like shocked. So I got up, I was pissed. I got up at the, the end of the class left, you know, when the bell rang, I got up and I went to that office and I said, listen, my mom cannot drive. How is she going to come and get my stuff back? I need my stuff. I need my phone. I need my game. My mom can't drive. She can't, like, she can't drive. And, because I was pissed off. I literally was just, like, not having it. I was not having it. So, she's like, okay, I'm so sorry. And she just gave me my stuff back. And she's like, listen, I know you're a new student. I see you. But we cannot have phones and games like that at school. So, please do not bring it back. I said, yes, ma'am snatched my game, put it back in my purse, and I was, I left, I went home, I was pissed, I told my mom, and she was like, oh my god, like, lockdown, she was like, y'all ain't in prison, I was like, exactly, that's what I was saying, like, I was stressing out, it was just crazy, and then I couldn't have my phone, I couldn't have anything, I hated that school so much, the guys, they were terrible, it was just a lot going on, and then on top of that, my sister came within the next few months of that school, <sighs> What I tell y'all, this is going to be a whole other story time, but I'm going to have to put a little bit of it in the, into this one. Y'all, the guy that I liked it, the, it's, the second he saw my sister, it was like, oh, that's your sister because my sister came up and hugged me and she kissed me. I was like, ew, get away from me. Like, ew. I was trying to play cool. You know how you try to play cool in front of your friends in your school? And my sister, she's more of a lovey dovey type person. She's like, oh, hey, sister. And she came up to my locker and she hugged me. She's like, hey, sister. I was like, hey. But get away from me. Like, I was like, okay, that's enough. Don't kiss me. Like, I'm not a, you know. So I tried to play cool. And they were like, oh, that's your sister. I was like, yeah. And the guy that I liked was like, what's your sister number? And I was like, oh, no. No, do not. Like, please don't tell me you like her. My sister back then was, she was right. I ain't gonna lie. She was right. She had a big butt. She, you know how you, you know how you have these slim, thick girls. They, so, <laughs> I didn't have any of this, okay? I, I was just skinny back then. I didn't have butt. I didn't have, I was flat chested. Still is flat chested, but you know what? We ain't gonna talk about that. But <laughs> I, I, you know, I was skinny back then, so I didn't really have much, you know, going on for myself. But, you know, I, I grew to love my body, and that's a whole nother story time. We're gonna get into that, you know. But, um, and this guy that I, like, wanted to talk to my sister, my sister looked at him like, boy, bye. Like, he was short. And my sister did not like short guys. She never did. So, because she's, she's a tall person. So, she didn't like him, but he liked her. And every day, he was harassing me. He wanted to talk to my sister. He was harassing me. He started to go in my purse, take my money, take my chips. Whatever I had, he took it. And I was a fool. I gave it to him because I liked him. And it just stressed me out. It stressed me out. And I just, I was so ready to leave high school. So I, I meant middle school. So when we graduated, well, whatever we did, because I didn't graduate. I don't know what went on with that. Like, that, I was stressing out about that too because. I was, I, I, I mean, my grades were not perfect. I, I'm not gonna lie. My grades were just terrible that year because I didn't have my teacher. She wasn't there to teach me. She, she came to that school like every Friday to give me treats and donuts and stuff, whatever that they had in my other school. She would come and she, I loved her so much. She would do the extra mile and whatever party they had, she would come and give me some treats too as well so that I wouldn't be missing out. And she would tell me that my friends miss me and they, they can't wait to see me when we go to high school. And I was like, oh, we're going to Westover together? 
It's like, yep, you're going to West Hope with us. And I was so happy. And I was like, oh, my God. I, ah, it was just a mess, you guys. I was ready to go back to my middle school. I hated that year. The One of the worst years of my life being in school. Not even going to lie. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. It was worse. I didn't have my friends by my side. I only made one friend. And she was not all that either. But I just hated it. I hated that year. Did not like it. <laughs> but um, enough about middle school, high school. The only time, I would say my freshman year in high school was amazing. Like, it was, like, the best year of my life. <laughs> I love that year. We went on so many field trips. I learned so much. I made straight A's and B's, period. I, you know, my grades started to catch back up. I was so happy because I had my teacher back. I had my old friends back. And I was doing the thing, okay? I was doing the thing. So, um, basically, after that, you know, I the first two years were great. They were good. But then as we start to, you know, get older and start doing more hard work, I started to fail again. And then after that, my teacher had cancer. She told us that she had cancer, so she could not come in as much. And I just started to stress out majorly because without her, I knew I was going to fail. I know that I was going to fail. I mean, I already know my grades were terrible in, in high school. I mean, in middle school that year. And I needed her because I don't know what it is, you guys. I just know that she is so heaven sent. God sent her to me and my friends, my two best friends. Um, and they were blind, by the way, and I was legally blind. So she worked with us since middle school, I mean, since elementary school to in, to high school. So when she told us that she was leaving and she couldn't do any more work with us, I went home and I just cried. I, to see her, she has, she had short hair, but it was beautiful. So to see all of her hair falling off and, you know, she had to, you know, do chemo and it, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking to me. I, I've never saw my teacher like that. Then she had a stroke and then her lip was, you know, twisted. So just, just to see her like that made me cry. It made me cry. I, I was stressing out because I knew I was going to fail. I don't know what it is about her, but when she teaches, uh, when she teach me, it's like, I get it. It's like, I get it. I don't know what it is, but any other person, I don't get it. I don't know. It's, I guess everybody has, every teacher has a different teaching style. And the way that they do things is different. But when she teach me something, I totally get it. So I knew that I was going to fail. I knew it. I knew it. And she just told us the last day that she left. She's like, don't worry. When you guys graduate, I'm going to be with you. But obviously she didn't make it. She, she passed away, I think. Um, not our senior year before that, our junior year. She passed away our junior year, so she, um, it, it was a lot to me. I was stressed out. I didn't want to do it. I literally, I was at a point where I was like, I'm not going to finish school. I, I don't even want to go back to school. We had all these new weird teachers that didn't like us, and we went to this other year, and this lady, we hated her so much. It was a lot, you guys. It was a lot, and then we had new teachers come in every single month. We didn't like those teachers. Like, then one um, para that we knew from middle school, she came in. We kind of like, we really liked her. Um, but um, she, it's crazy because you never know what people go through. This lady was just fine. You know, she was teaching us. We loved her. She gave us snacks, popcorn. And like I said, we knew her since middle school. She's, so she's cool. Like, we know her. So when she was teaching us, one day, they said, you know what? She passed away. And we're like, huh? We just saw her, what, two days ago? They said, she was all over the news, you guys. That's what I'm telling you guys. I went through a lot of my life. She was all over the news the next day. This lady, I guess they said, I don't know if this is true or not, but I know this This was what, the rumor was going around the school that she robbed a bank. I think they said she robbed two banks 
she um if you if you take a mind look it up i don't know but she um i don't want to say her name but i don't know if it's true but they said she robbed two banks she was driving the police was chasing her and her car um flew into the um the um the river that we have um down there to turn apart i guess they said her car flew into the river and she you know she couldn't make it out the car and i was like oh my gosh like you get you cannot be kidding me like this is crazy this is like the second teacher that passed away within two years in high school i was like is this a curse like i me and my friends were just like crying we're like oh my god like what is going on what the heck is going on with us what is going on? What is going on? It's like everybody was dying. Everybody was leaving us that we loved it and that we cared about. It's like you never know what people are going through. You never know. Because this lady was just fine. We just saw her two days ago. She was just teaching us. She was just fine. But then I'm pretty sure she wasn't. It's like you never know what people go through. If this is true, this lady done robbed two banks. I guess trying to get some money. And then it's... I know this is a whole other story with my stress and anxiety. <clears throat> Sorry. But... I'm just saying, like, this is just crazy. You just never know what people go through. I'm sorry I'm getting carried away about everything, but I'm just telling you guys what's going on in my, in my life. Um, <clears throat> talking too much now, I'm trying to lose my voice. Oh, my gosh. Let me just go ahead and wrap this up. Okay, guys, I'm sorry that my brain cannot stay on one topic and just talk about it. If I could control it, then I could, but I'm just sorry that my podcast is just, like, all over the place, but I'm just trying to explain to you what I've been through to get my stress and anxiety. Um, okay, so... Basically, I graduated high school. You know, my grades were not that good, but I I got my GPA level to be up to, you know, be great. I got a scholarship and everything. I did good. I graduated, okay? Um, but when my teacher said she was going to be with me when she graduated, when I graduated, I felt her. Like the second I the second they called my name, Deidre Danielle Gordon, I felt a presence beside me. It's like I felt her like she was there in real life like I felt a presence beside me and, and nobody was walking with me but me you know so um I definitely graduated high school you know um I got a scholarship and I was I was excited you know but it's like after that you know a few college was calling me and I I wasn't interested I told myself that I was gonna give myself a break give myself at least a year to just take take out time for myself um but my my other two friends they were like you know Okay, guys, I don't know where I was, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> um, so, basically, I just saw my friends, like, going to college, and I just wanted to take a break from high school. I graduated, I did what I had to do, and I just told myself I'm going to take a break. And, like, they're like, okay, I'm going to start my first semester, and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I kind of got scared, though, because I felt like I should have, you know, I should have went, went ahead and start with them. You know, my friends were like, not all of my friends, me and my other friend was like, we're just going to take a break. Cause we tired of school, we tired, okay? We done did what we had to do. My mom was proud of me. She just, you know, wanted me to graduate and I did that for her and I thought, you know, maybe, you know, I just I just wanted to take a break. But no, I really I really should have thought about this. I really should have been on it, you know, I really should have been on it, like my friends, but everybody's different, whatever. Um, but a few colleges was calling me and I was like, Oh my gosh. But I took a break and then um we um Basically, my, my life was good for at least about two, yeah, at least about two years. And then after that, you know, I, I still didn't end up going to college and the stress and anxiety really piled up on me. That's when I tried to get a job and then I went and applied and the lady was like very rude to me, like because she knew my, she, this is the, my caseworker that knew me since high school. So she knew me already. And she said, oh yeah, you did. And she's like, 
wait, if you get this job, can you see, can you count, asking me all these weird questions, like, and I guess that's what happens when you, you know, try to get a job, you know, they're gonna ask you these questions, but she was, I know she was being rude, she was being rude to me in high school, so I know her period, and I know that she was being rude, so, it's like, can you see, like, are you gonna be able to count, you know, are you gonna be able to count the boxes, and, cause it was a packaging job, it was a job where you had to, you know, they put, like, the, you know, the bending machine, where they put snacks and stuff, that was the job I was gonna have, you know, packing up the, the snacks and put them in boxes, and, you know, that was something easy that I knew I can do, so me and my sister both applied for it, my sister got the job, I didn't, you know, I was stressing out about that, and then when I tried to go apply for this college, this lady told me that I wasn't college material, and the same person who told me that told my best friend that, but, you know, she got up and she tried it, she did it again, and she went to college but me I let it break me down I got stressed out I and I, I just knew that I couldn't do it and I just forgot about it for a year and I tried to you know try for it again and I have dyslexia so it's hard for me to try to you know get into college you have you that you have to have you know a good GPA you have to make sure everything is great before you go to college and it's not that easy you know to get in college for me and I just completely just left it behind you know I just years after years, you know, it's been, a, it's been almost five years, yeah, I think it has been five years to say, since I've been in high school, since I graduated, so, you know, it's just gotten so bad, you know, um, it's, it's just, it's been crazy, you guys, it's gotten so bad to the point where I felt like a completely zombie, I felt like I couldn't walk, I felt like I couldn't do anything, like, I, I, I didn't, I was not like myself, I let stress take over me, you know, I let it take over my mind, I felt like I wasn't worth it, I felt like nobody didn't care about me, I cried every single day, every single night, it was just terrible, it was terrible, and I had to figure out a way to get out of this. I had to fight it because if I didn't, I knew I would be this way for the rest of my life. I had to get, I had to find a way to get out of this stress and anxiety and I had to find a way to beat it somehow and I prayed every single night and that's when I, you know, that's when I started to pray about it and I just, it was, it was terrible. You know, everybody started noticing me changing. I just, you know, I, I just really let it got to me and last year was one of the worst years of my life and I must say that because last year I completely thought that I was gonna lose myself as a person but I had to come to realize that Deidre you are so strong you are so strong like everybody tells me that and not only do I suffer from stress and anxiety and I'm trying not to get emotional but not only do I suffer from stress and anxiety my mom does too so it's just like it's so much weight, you know, on our shoulders, and we, we go through so much, and people don't realize, you know, you know, it's not easy out here for everybody to live life, it's not, you know, and I was never the type of person where I want people to feel, oh, look at the blind girl, oh, you know, feel sorry for the blind girl, I was never the type of person where, you know, I wanted people to, to feel sorry for me, you know, um, at a, at an earlier age, I did, but I got older, and I grew out of that stage, and I know that, Nobody doesn't care, but nobody don't care about you. Nobody don't care about you. Whatever you want in this world, you gotta get up and you gotta work for it. I worked for whatever I have in this house, in this room. I I realized that people really you can't depend on people, you know. But the stress was crazy, man. The stress was crazy. I I just cried. I wanted to commit suicide. I just felt like I wasn't nothing. I felt like I I just, I was just, I just remember one day crying, like, God, why am I here? 
I, like, I, why am I here? I don't have a reason to be here. Like, I just remember, like, just crying, just telling God to just take me away from this earth because I don't have a, a point here. I don't, I, I can't do anything. I'm not good at anything. I'm not good in joy. I'm not good at, you know, I thought, you know, a lot of people say I can sing, but I hate my voice. I'm not good at singing. What am I good at? I thought I wanted to be a photographer, but I don't like taking pictures that much. What, what, where, what am I here to do? Who am I? You know, that's when I started to go to the find myself situation. And I'm like, I don't know who I am. I am useless. Nobody don't care about me. My dad doesn't even want to talk to me. He doesn't want to see me. Like, it, the stress was terrible. I'm telling you. It took everything to just get up and, and just to start back living my life. And even now, you know, it's, it's, it's gotten better. But last year, I definitely can say that the stress... It was terrible, but I just remember, you know, letting it all out and opening up to my friend, and I've never opened up to this guy in my life. I've known him since middle school, but I really started to talk to him in high school, so I've known him for a while now, and I just remember last year just opening up to him and telling him so much about me, and we both can relate. He was telling me about him, and, you know, it's just like, it was crazy, and I just remember, like, opening up to my mom just trying to open up to everybody because i'm so closed off from people and i still like that to this day i'm so closed off and that's why i wanted to start this podcast because i want to share my story with people i want to talk to people i want people to know what i've been through in life and um it, it was just crazy but i had to get up and i had to fight the stress and anxiety so i i prayed and i just you know i i i can't say that i i am better I can't say that I'm better, but I can't say that it's over with, you know, because to this day, I'm still battling it. And these are just some of the things that I feel like I can, these are just some of the things that I do to just, you know, get away from stress and anxiety. And these are just some of the things that I know that it works for me. And I want to tell you guys, and hopefully it can work for you guys. Number one, I'm going to say this because it could be, it's, it's an awkward thing, but to me, I feel like it works. Watch a old TV show. Or no cartoon show that you used to watch when you were a kid. Now, I grew up in the 90s and, and, you know, the early 2000s. And I was watching all types of early TV shows, you know. I was watch, I would watch a whole bunch of, like, you know, older TV shows. Like, you know, I grew up watching um, Roly Polio. I don't know the correct name of that show. I grew up watching, you know, Even Stevens, Liz McGuire, you know, all those shows. I, I grew up watching um, SpongeBob when it first came out. I grew up watching, um, I, I know so many shows, I'm just, I just cannot think of it at the time, but just watch an old show, like Between the Lions, you know, or whatever show you used to watch, Cat Dog, all those type of shows, you know, um, Billy and Mandy, Max and Ruby, you know, all these old shows, whatever you used to watch as a kid, you know, um, I used to, you know, obviously Playhouse Disney is now, but I used to watch all those old shows on Playhouse Disney, you know. So, um, whatever old show that you used to watch, watch it again, and you just do not know. It, I don't know what it is about that. It just brings you into your childhood mind. It, it, you know, because when you were a child, you didn't have stress and anxiety. Well, at least I know I didn't as a child, as a kid. You know, it's like it brings you in tune with your childhood. It didn't, it's like, you know, when you were a child, you couldn't stress. You know, you didn't have, you know, you didn't have a light bill to pay. You didn't have to worry about paying light bills. So it just brings you back into your childhood minds. And it just, it's like all your stress just flow away. I don't know. I can't, I can't really explain it to you. But just watch an old show. Watch an old show that, you know, you used to watch as a kid. Um, another thing that actually helps for me is music. Like I told you guys in my intro of my podcast, music is so 
um, listen to your favorite songs, you know. I have a um, video about that on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is called Just Being Deja. So, y'all make sure y'all check me out on YouTube. Um, but just do little things like that. And hopefully that will help you relieve your stress. You know, obviously have a, um, a therapist to talk about. You know, talk to somebody. That's another thing I do. That's why I'm here talking to you guys. Talk to people that help relieve your stress. All right, you guys. So, I'm going to wrap it up. Those are just some of the things I do. I have so much more that I do. But I can't get to it all today. I love you guys. And I'll see you guys next time.